Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Depth Charge Podcast by Bane and Sugars. Live from the Swan Studio in, in Chiang Mai. Hey, man. Hey, man. So this is our first podcast. Right on. Right on. First episode. I'm very excited, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I see that. <laughs> me, me too, me too. Um, so today we're going to talk about, well... We're going to talk about some aspects of the music business, aren't we? Yep, definitely. Uh, we decided not to stick exclusively to music in our podcast, but right, uh, right. But we, we, we're not going to escape it. No, no, no we got to tackle it. Yeah, it's a big challenge to talk about this uh, first topic. But you know, like I said, you know, go big or go home. You know, and we'll see. And uh, I hope uh, you guys and ladies and gentlemen. Back uh, on the other side, can comment on us and see what we can talk about and what you want to hear us uh, talking about more and more. Um, you know, it's, we want this to be a fun podcast, and you know, there's no restrict. I, you see, now I thought you were going to be the dark one, um, and I wasn't going to say things like "I really don't care." I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to talk about I, what I want to talk about. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. I, mean, I welcome you first, then oh, you know. Of course. Then we just get this people, over. Be, people know me. Yeah, not me. And people kind of know me, you know. But I just want to get this out so we can be, you know, not uh, very uh, what? Um, what is that word, man? Like uh, uh, cron. Con <laughs> what is that word? constipated? No, maybe no. <laughs> no con con confused, <laughs> con uh, congested. I'm congested. I've got a cold. <laughs> what is that? I, I kind of like how my voice sounds with a cold. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I Sorry, I'm like taking away your possibilities of doing a clean introduction. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do a clean. I'm just saying, you know, I just want to say the word fuck so that we can just ah, get this over. Okay. It's not going to. It's not going to be clean. It's not going to be see. like what is that? Uh, a con oh, what is that word con not con but con <laughs> I think I know where you're trying to go here it's the I, I can't think of it I'll, I'll think of it later yeah yeah that's the thing right anyway since we get that, uh, got that out of the way and, uh, we, we didn't really get it out of the way but anyway anyway we'll, anyway. Get, we'll get somewhere Polly will will try to correct me as we go along so mm. uh, please enjoy it and you know just Let's let's do this thing. We're gonna jump right into the first uh, episode. Uh, the topic is the topic is the music business. Okay, and what's the question that we want to talk about? Um, well, first of all, can I just say yes. that uh, the reason I'm like so excited to interview you in particular about the music business okay. is because you know I know you as someone who sort of devoted his life to music, and Unlike like some musicians and people in music I know, you've always taken all aspects seriously. Yes, so you true. don't just take your playing seriously, your true. songwriting, true. but you take the business and the promotion side, all of it. You, true. You, you're up for true. all of it. True. Whereas true. other people I know, and, I, and I'm not a professional musician, but you know, even including me, I would say, ah, fuck, fuck, I don't care about that. <laughs> I just want to do this. Right. You know, and other people we know, I just right. want to do this. I don't right. care. Right. And to be to be fair um, you know this brings us it will bring us to topic there there are some really famous musicians people who made it true. without caring true but uh, you'd have to say maybe they were lucky or hit the right vein of uh, musical style at the right time maybe or or someone or someone with the musical knowledge took them under their wing and right, helped them right know? well it's debatable so, for sure so the, so that sort of leads in there to the to the question that we have down which is like right. what percentage of the music business is business and what percentage is music hmm 
Well, for me, I think like I've been thinking about this topic, especially about the percentage of what you what you just said. It's like for me, people would try to like, okay, maybe it's like ninety, ten percent, sixty, forty, fifty, fifty. I say, man, it's two hundred percent. You got to put everything, you know, hundred percent, music wise and business wise.、Mm. You know, that's what that's that that's my that's, way. No, that's your approach. I that's that. my approach yeah, right, for sure,、exactly. but. And and in some of my、uh, workshop or something that I I been asked to do、uh, back like、uh, seven years or eight years ago when I was doing Kobe, and I always、uh, try to encourage the the young musicians, which I can see today are, are trying, is that they、um, it's not to be naive when you go into、uh, music business.、Mm-hmm. When you're into music and you want to make a career, you're in the music business. And it's either you know you prepare yourself or you get fucked. Even some people prepare themselves to get fucked. You know, so you you gotta、mm-hmm. you gotta be prepared a little bit. Otherwise, you know, you're gonna be in a maze. You're gonna be in a circle, and it's not gonna come out right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, like, obviously, for you, it seems like um having this um. This this approach still hasn't stopped you from creating music in in all sorts of different genres. No, not at all. That, so that's that's a weird one. I don't think everybody's capable of that necessarily. But why, like, why do you think it's still possible to? Because because I would have thought, and maybe other people would think too, that if you focus on the business, you'd say, ah,、oh, man, this this is becoming popular. This sound right now, and I've seen bands that. I've、oh, thought sure, like this. Sure, sure. They, they, you know, sure. bands that basically like it, a lot of different music. Sure. And they say, I think we can maybe make it as this sure, kind of a band. Sure, sure. I mean, I think that's called evolution. I mean, you either evolve or die, right? But、mm-hmm. I mean, but I think if you you can be yourself and you can go with the the music that it is, the music is always there. There's never really anything new. It's just new. People, new person is born, and they just try to change、uh, or make the music that has happened, like in the sixteen hundred years ago, and、uh, you know, well, Bach invented、right. Bach invented the uh, the uh, the tempo carrier or something. Like, okay, so yeah, yeah in, so in terms of like、um, the elements of music, rhythm,、um, harmony, melody. So maybe th- maybe there's nothing new under the sun, but the, but in、right. music, like in the history of、uh, music, I don't know, especially twentieth century music, but it's what I know more、mm-hmm. about. You know, there's all this the documentaries have been made. There's all these famous producers, right, and they and they,、right. and they love to say, "Ah, man, he created a new sound." Sure, sure. Not 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 ah,、uh, that's、right. the same as back. Right. No, a new sound. Right. Well, a new sound. Partly because of technology.、Sure. And then, true. True. Know, I mean, you look at Star Wars, right? I mean, there's some new stuff going on there. Like, if you compare it to the first,、uh, no, that's just that's just、oh. member, member berries. I've been watching South Park, man. I don't agree. That's there's nothing new in Star Wars. I don't agree. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. Well, well fuck. Well,、uh, we're gonna go into another <laughs> debate right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's agree to disagree, and we move on to music. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so、um, <laughs> where were we? Well, okay.、Uh, 
So yeah, we were talking about how much of the music business is business and how much music. You, you've answered it in, in your way. You basically say you have to give it yeah, your well, all to all aspects, right? Right, and the, and the sounds. I mean, you say like oh the, yeah, the, the yeah, news, that new sound, saying, right? Yeah, new sounds. It's. I mean, it's true. I mean, we, we're talking about like uh, art in a sonic form, right? So mm. yeah. I would say that. I mean, I'm still looking for for artists like me personally. I looking. I'm looking to artists, the artists that really unique to themselves. I mean, they're honest to themselves to bring something. Not, I wouldn't say particularly new. It's just like they're speaking their own language, I, and you can hear that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like when when Bon Iver came in, uh, when he hits the uh, what. The market in 2009, 2010, something like that. It really changed the indie scene. To be honest with me, yeah. right? Yeah. Why? Because because of the sound? Because of what? No, he just was just like a, just one guitar, one classical guitar, just like you know, clanking away mm-hmm. in one of the one of a radio station. But it just struck a really good nerve, you know. And I think one of his performance in uh, the Jews Holland uh, show, where he just played one one of his uh, guitar just by himself, you know, singing "Skinny Love," and you know, the rest is history. I miss that. I've watched a lot of that Jules Holland show. Yeah, I used to love that, it, yeah, yeah, I really love that. Well, it's been going for years. Is it still yeah, going? Go, yeah, it's still, it's still going. going it's still it? going. Yeah, Amazing, well, right? Yeah. yeah, talk about music business. That guy know how to do it. Yeah, sure. Know how to stay in the game and. Yeah, so like I said, I answered the question. For me, I think it's two hundred percent, and I mean, it's not oversaturating for sure. I mean, I I feel like I'm I'm underperforming because I feel like there's there's so much you can do by yourself, but if you don't help yourself, then nobody's gonna help you. At a certain point, you gotta know like what's your weakest uh, uh, point, and you you want to find that person to help you in in this business for sure. Mm. You know, and you gotta be smart about it a little bit. You gotta you don't know, but then you you gotta study a little bit just to like find some people that can help you, like you know, uh, a producer or maybe a manager or maybe a, even a financial manager or who who can ever guide you into the right direction well okay maybe uh can we like take it back a little bit yeah sure sure so okay okay what stage like for example do, do you need to think about all of this stuff before you've even like worked out your music surely no. the music should come first your sure. skill your skills that like you do and definitely you, definitely you, you got to focus on that first definitely right? but some people in the music business will argue with me And I do agree with them a little bit too. I mean, you don't have to be good. Okay. You don't have to be good to be a successful artist. You look at many artists now; they're not good. Ah, uh, right. But no, 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 I've got you. Well, no, but, <laughs> but they're famous. There are some really, but there are some really famous cases of bands that um, got really famous and successful yeah. and became good musicians later on. Right. Right. And 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 it's the other way around. Even Bono said it himself. This was like a couple of years back, right? Um, He said it in his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He told right into the uh, to the audience, you know, like if uh, the the company and the labels uh, are picking uh, artists like they are today, you two have never made it mm. into the uh, into the stream. They have never made into a never made it into the music business. That's what they said. And it's true. If you go back and you listen to like U2 first album, you would think like, man, this is a young kid. 
But they're playing all they got, you know. They're really giving it all. They have something interesting, and you see the growth, you know, from yeah. the first album. I think it was Boy, right? I don't. I don't know. I was never. A oh, okay. You two guys. Anyway, but they. Anyway, but then you you see that growth into now, like now they just did a, a Joshua Tree uh, concert in Singapore, and like you know people all over the country go to Singapore. Mm. Good for you, Singapore. Um, <laughs> for, I, for looking at Thailand, I suppose it's uh, finally more and more people are starting to visit and play here. Right, right, right on. Because uh, it used to be. Uh, I yeah. remember years ago, people would say they were coming and then they would cancel and this right, kind of thing. Right, right. 2018, 2019, this, uh, and 2020, is, you can see a lot of growth. I mean, Guns N' Roses came in 2016. Right, and then before that, there's so there's a lot of uh, bands that's uh, coming into into mm. Thailand. Really, really good bands, you know. Uh, next year is very interesting. There's like Bon Iver coming um, in January, which I I, I love them. Yeah, yeah. Um, they yeah they had a new album out. I, I heard it didn't get uh, so much. Uh, yeah, I don't like it, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway my opinion, but okay. I, let, let, let's get back in. Let's get back yeah. into it. The, so the other thing, what the other question that we had at the top of the list that I wanted to ask was, um, how international in in outlook do you have to be? Like, so supposing you're um, a Thai artist, yeah, can you? Just think in terms of uh, Thailand and the Thai market, or should you be should you be thinking internationally? Does it depend on the kind of music, the genre of music that you're in? What does it depend on? Well, the Japanese are very very good at making a point when they're thinking about this uh, one sentence. They say, uh, "Think global, act local." Mm -hmm. I think they're one of the few uh, countries that can really emphasize that, and they they really make that into uh, ex they execute it perfectly and. They they think really globally, you know, but they mm -hmm. act really locally. It's so really interesting. I don't think I don't think uh, Thailand is doing that enough. I mean, they they you you should they think they think locally. You mean in Tha Thailand? People? Yeah, they think more locally than 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 globally, and even in the state, the state has a has a more understanding sense of like they can think locally. For sure, because the country is like what, like fifty states. That's a like fifty countries in its own in its own yeah. tour. Well, ha didn't uh, we just looked at some figures? I mean, the size of the U.S. music market is about half the world's market. That's right ridiculous. Right. It's huge. It's, yeah, so they so. can yeah they can think like that. But Japanese being the no you know small smaller right like way smaller than America. It's the second largest music market in the world. It, is, is it still the, is? I, I thought that was just like for physical music sales. No, or is no, it, no, no, really, that's for the, the whole thing. thing. I have graphs right here, charts. You know, yeah, it's really interesting. Right. Yeah. I let let me see. I suppose it's not like super surprising. It's a they have over 110 well, million people. Well, let's say uh, retail value, right? Uh, the number one is United States. It's a uh, uh, 5,916.8 million, and Japan is. Two thousand seven hundred point million. Uh, I, uh, what is that? Like five billion or something? That's that's everything. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like okay. that's er the whole thing, right? So it's physical, digital, performance oh. rights, synchronization, mm. all stuff. So it's really interesting to see an, an Asian country who has like the the largest physical sales, seventy two percent. 
mm-hmm. and America only have like 15%. Right. But the digital is 75%. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. I've sort of been like aware of uh, Japanese as sort of co- collectors, not just of uh, music, but they, you know, they have appreciation for, yeah. for many things and yeah. collect and buy. Mm. Things that other other people around yeah. the world don't. Yeah. So, but going back to what you have asked about, you know, time yeah, musician thinking about should they think about uh, you know about going global or going local? I think they should think about them both. You know, uh, but of course, like reality bites, and you 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 want you want like you should think global and act local and really make a firm uh, stand and make your you know the chance of. Uh, Having the uh, local scene supporting you, but that's hard. That's hard. I think that's hard in Thailand. If mm. if you want to do like original music that that really that really have an impact, because I, I'm not. I don't want to sound bitter or anything. I mean, I just if you go around to like bars, let's say like go ahead, be bitter. You know, like why, you, why you else go, have a podcast? Yeah, right. Can't be bitter. I mean, like, can't be you, a little bit bitter. If you go to if you go to like you know like like famous bars in Chiang Mai that is not like Northgate or something like that, I mean, you go and you you see people playing mostly cover, eighty to ninety percent, even mostly in hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Will play cover music, which is opposite to you know like say uh, Northgate that would pretty much wants you to play original music as more. Uh, right. So yeah, I've. I mean that's obviously true, but at the same time, even if there are not um, so many venues, there's still a lot more bands now wanting to do and doing original music right, in, in Chiang Mai right, right. and somehow like managing to make it work. well may, maybe it's because we were going to come onto this weren't we maybe it's because there are more festivals now there's more like special yes, events yes. you can like organize yes. That's, concerts yeah, right. in one-offs and this right, kind of thing right. much much more than before right right, right. but event doesn't really uh, keep musicians alive it does but it does it's not enough like people that play around bars you know that they they would play in week in week out Mm-hmm. They're making money off like, like I remember being in Bangkok and uh, being in a band, and you got to run like two places, three places per night to just make a make you know ends meet and stuff. Mm-hmm. In Chiang Mai, you don't really have to do that, but people who does it do have a pretty pretty good living, and I, some people agree that you should do that if you want to be a, a professional musician and just like. Do things, but yeah, okay. But what about original, you know, music? You see, mm-hmm. sometimes we we pay attention too much into, uh, you know, go with the uh, the big labels and all these things, you know, commercial music, and you, you forgot like the original, the, the originality of uh, things that you know that you want from uh, from art, mm. you know. Um, how about audiences then? Like in in Thailand, in Chiang Mai, are, are audiences more open to original music? Or, or I think so. That's why I moved back to Bangkok. I to Chiang Mai. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's Chiang Mai is such a melting pot. You know, it's it's such a great place for people to be creative. And I always want you know the young musician or even older musician than me to always know that people in Chiang Mai. You know, it's not just the locals, right? It's the place where you know expat and tourists come in. You know, like in Northgate, there's so many Koreans. 
and they love Thai uh, music so much. K K K pop and Thai indies are the one that eating the uh, the the, uh, the music market in Korea. Can we say that? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. I think the Thai indie scene in K-pop is as much uh, prominent as uh, the one in Bangkok. Okay, you know? so uh, what? Like, let's just. I'm I'm pretty ignorant. So, what is the Thai indie scene? Who's in it? Have you have you been in it? Will Kobe part of it? Um, I have some Korean um, people were surprised to know you know come to me and talk. About oh, they'd heard Kobe. of they'd yeah, they'd, Kobe. they'd heard of Kobe. Okay, yeah, and but you know like Poom. Poom is really um, very famous Poom there. Viparit. Yeah, yeah. Viparit. I I would not say his name. <laughs> Are we gonna? Do we have to pay license fee now? No, no, his name? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm just afraid of pronouncing it. You know. Oh, okay. I, I see. don't. I don't remember. I I don't I don't uh, really listen to Poom. That is is he based from. in Thailand? Now? He is. He is. He's a. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's he's in a label in in Thailand. Okay. And I'm happy that they they really uh, he's an artist that you know he's he's gonna tour in America right now. I think it next month or something. I, I've been he's he's even got put on Rolling Stones. Mm. You know, Rolling Stone wrote about him, and yeah, Poom is a great example of like you know where music can take you if you really honest to yourself a little bit. Uh, okay, so that's not where I was expecting you to go uh, because that's that shows that what what the hell does indie mean then? Because um, well, indie had changed so much from the word itself, right? It's come from independent music, but it's now it's a genre, right? It was never supposed to be a genre. It was never supposed right? to be a genre. It was supposed to be independent music. Yeah, but that's how how it goes. And uh, what does independent music mean? Just that you have a small label or you're no. self-published. Or what does it mean? Uh, independence mean independent, right? Independent music means you do what the fuck you want. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Damn, damn right. <laughs> you know that's what ind- you know independent music is. You know the first band ever to be independent in, and then make it big in Thailand was the the one. The one, yeah, the one. Wong the one is. Uh, I must Wong have the heard them. The, uh, um, I must have heard their songs. Yeah, Wong the one is the is the. If you go find or research anything on, or you talk to them, they are the first, first uh, indie band. Then the 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 labels come and you know and try to sign them up. There's some really interesting story that I can't really say. Because of the inside, I might get a legal sue. It's like there's a big label coming in, signing, won't the one, then they had a conflict, and they have to, you know, they decide to uh, tear the contract. Did you just say that? Yeah, but I didn't say who, which oh, okay. label, right? Okay, Nobody enough. knows. Okay. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I definitely don't know. Yeah, so you don't know which label I'm talking about, so fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you labels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let me just have a, a sip of the tea. Yeah, man, man, you do. Yeah, you do. Thank you for bringing me this tea, by the way. Yeah, no problem. It's green tea, by the way, everybody. And uh, you might not see him right now, but uh, I have to thank Pete for uh, taking uh, photos for us. And probably in the future, we have some video for you, and you can uh, look at us and curse us, and you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Get get a sense of who you're yeah. hating. hating. Uh, <laughs> or bring some candles, you know. <laughs> Scented candles. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Uh, I knew I knew some of that was going to be involved. Um, yeah, Always. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you know. I'm ready for that. <laughs> what was what was my next question? Oh, okay. No, no. So I think um, 
Okay. The other part of that was, uh, does genre does genre make a difference to how your like the scope of your musical outlook? Because in in my mind it would. I mean, I'm um, just mm. some genres of music, like for example jazz, just strike me as being more international than uh, obviously. Well, is it? No, but maybe that's wrong now. Maybe it's changing now. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's hard. It's hard well, to talk about uh, genre a little bit. I, I no, but I want to talk about it. But it is hard because people sometimes really just like you know being so particular about genre and stuff. And sometimes for mu for a musician and artist, they you shouldn't really think about it, you know. But like well, the business definitely thinks the, about it. Yeah, though. that's the thing. That's what but, I'm so right. I'm so pissed about it. Like when I was doing Kobe and I was trying to write songs that it just happens, you know. And and like my background, I have like I grew up in Nashville. I have a folk background, right? But then I love jazz. And then I grew up listening to classical music. And I love rock and roll. I love Guns N' Roses, mm. you know, heavy metal and all that stuff. And what you gonna put that things together? What you gonna call like a folk? Metal classical band from Thailand. It's not right. It's, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Why do we have to put a genre? These things happen because critics want to get money and they put genre on it. And there's like, you know, there's so many genres going on. But at the end of the day, does it help? You know. Um. You know what though? There's like a. Deep, I I totally agree with you. I, I you know I always hated the idea of having to be in in a genre. But there is this human. It's, it's a philosophical thing. Which is that when we put a name, we we feel like true, we don't understand true, something unless true, you put a name on it. True. Now, like m music is, music is unusual because music sort of speaks to us without a form in like in in a way. Like for example, y you know, it doesn't. Uh, okay, you have lyrics. That's right. a, that's one exception. Lyrics have a, a some kind of form, but yeah. music itself. I mean, it is kind of absurd to say, oh, this here's some music, some notes, yeah. and some beats. That's yeah. called this, yeah, uh, and this is called that, you know, yeah. and you know, like if we talk about jazz, like the other night, there's like, people, like, do they play jazz here? And they say like, real jazz, and I was like, well, let's 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 go back a little bit. What is real jazz? Right. Well, and and you can run into like people. You no, know, I run into older Americans here, and they, if it's not trad jazz, they're not calling it jazz. And then I run into like young European musicians who. Maybe still do, or maybe used to play jazz. And if they hear someone playing standards mm. uh, or trad tra jazz, right. they say, oh, w "Can we hear some real jazz?" Meaning yeah. like yeah. modern contemporary jazz. So yeah, right. anybody can say anybody yeah. can say that, just depending you know, on what perspective they have, see, right? And the, one of the creator of of a so-called jazz, you know, Duke Ellington, never liked that word. He loaded. Many he, many yeah. so-called jazz musicians loathe the word. Yeah. Others others. Others live with it, like you know. I, yeah, I, I can sort of respect both. True, because maybe you just can't fight it. Like Sonny Rollins, he probably could have given it up, but people won't give it up, so he he didn't. Yeah, because he, it, he doesn't need to be upset about it. You right. know, we're we're the one. Well, because he's making it and he's getting to do his music and all this stuff. This this thing that we are arguing about is about critics, right? Critics, they they just criticize and they they argue about genres. Mm -hmm. We musicians, we don't go and we're like, oh man, are you doing this uh, bass hip hop things on into like a heavy metal bands to mm -hmm. this thing? No, what, what, what? Well, maybe, but yeah, but that's even what like you feel even yeah. At, at the same time, I can sympathize because, like, imagine I'm trying to 
get people to come out to your gig. Right. And I'm a promoter. Right. If I don't use some language, of course. Then how am I going to get them to come course, out? Because that's how people's course. minds work. Of course. They, they of course. hook onto these words. Of course. Which I'm, are like a simplification. Right and, on. Right. You know, on. I'm I'm not saying that you know it is what it is, right? I mean, you got to play along, and sometimes you got to simplify things. And oh, this is rock, and this is uh, jazz, and this is pop, and this is hip hop. It's just easier, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- there are some artists out there right now who are. You know, creative in so many different sort of right. subgenres, and and they've sort of almost uh, evolving faster than people naming their music can right can on. keep up with, right mean, on, which right which on. I kind of, which is kind of cool. I'm thinking, you know, I mean, I'm thinking people like Esperanza Spalding, yeah, or Anderson too. Park, or you know, right. I mean, they're just doing their own thing, right? But they have so many influence into it, and I respect that. You know, it's just like it's just good music. Yeah. You just want to listen to it and. At the end of the day, you want to call whatever you want. It's, it's, it is what it is, you know. And, yeah, so the point of it is, it's just, like, be true to you. And, of course, like, when you go and register your music, they're probably going to ask what genre it is. And you just, yeah, whatever, you know, you read and it influences you to say it. I, I suppose it happens to uh, everybody because, like, for you know, for example, even people who uh, are writers... Yeah. Fic- fiction or non-fiction writers, they often don't get to name their book. You know really? What I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's all the time. I didn't realize how common it was, but I've been listening wow. to to writers. So that wow. you know, the the publisher. I mean, it depends. They could fight, but they often don't because they feel okay. I've written the book. The I, I didn't. Nothing. No edits were made against wow. my against my will, etc. I'll, I'll give them the <laughs> I'll give them the the title. Yeah. That, that happens a lot. Wow, and it also okay. happens with albums. Uh, Not really. It it can happen. Really. It, it has happened with albums. Oh, definitely. I mean, if well, you back, relabels, in the, back in the yeah. '60s in jazz, it it happened. Yeah, sure, sure. As well, sure. Uh, yeah, but sure. It, but it's ha- it, it's happened in other areas. I can't think of. Let me think. Yeah, mm, movies. I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. Well. It. Well, you, you see, you see, there's a lot of argument going on, like you know, like 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 that because. Labels sometimes they want to fuck you, you know. They they really want to screw you over, and <clears throat> you could, yeah. This is this. Why are we talking about this? Is because we want to get more in depth into like people listening into there, and you see how the sausage is being made, <laughs> you know. And, and it it can get ugly, but you know, you if you want to know about it, it's just you know. By it's the way, I I know people who have worked in sausage factories, oh. and, and some of them don't eat sausages anymore. I know, I know. I'm still, you know, making sausage, and I I love sausage. <laughs> anyway, so. Well, it probably in your kitchen, it probably doesn't happen in the same way. As yeah, well, a, we don't use pig dicks. That's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't. <laughs> so it's clean, you know. <laughs> we do give it to somebody who wants are you, it. Are you saying that you can only get one sausage per pig? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a well, un- unrealistic model for the industry. I don't know. Where the fuck were we? Um, okay. Okay, so how about this question? Um, what? Uh, so how important is this question like what are you in it for mm. like what are you in this f- all for yeah well because um again it, we started off or like early on we talked about how there mm. have been artists in the past yeah who um d- d- didn't 
they just like did their music. Yeah. Some some of them like, is it like a the Brazilian musician Jao Gilberto? Maybe not Jao Gilberto. No, the uh, mm. I I the guy who came up with Bossa Nova. Oh, um, uh, oh, Antino Carlos Jobim. Right. Like okay, so he he became like really famous and and us you know had huge concerts. But I, right. like what I heard was that he was just doing his thing, yeah. not particularly attracting attention. He was kind of doing it in his yeah. room, right? And, right. You know. Yeah, he was. So, you know, the first time I ever saw uh, Jobim live was in DVD. <laughs> and have you seen him live? No, no, no. I wish, but. You know, do you remember the uh, the girl? You you know the the song called "The Girl from Ipanema," right? Yeah. And you, the first thing you heard about that uh, the, that song, right? The 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 name of the song, and how it's been uh, uh, played all over the all over the world without Joe Bin, by the way. It's like it's elevator music, mm-hmm. pretty much. Right. Right. People want it. Oh, it's just so nice. But when you saw Joe Bin plays it, man, my tear drops. It's a it's a fucking sad song. Mm. It's it's not an elevator music at all. Uh, right. That 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 man. I I still remember to this day. It's like, wow, people can fuck your music up. So <laughs> that's my question. So, what are you in it for? You know, what are you in this for? Are you in it just for m- making great music Look. for your own ear? Uh, you know, because it makes a difference. It would seem it to does. make a difference to me. Like, because if it you pander to, okay, if be, I could see people getting confused easily. They think, ah, I have to be two hundred percent in the business, two hundred percent in the music. I could see easily see people slip into the business side and thinking, I better do follow this sound or that sounds mm-hmm. that sounds great. Maybe, I'd, but but what are you? So, what are you trying to do? Yeah, that's that's what I'm. I, mean, I guess I'm asking you, yeah. but, but to, to answer on behalf of like all musicians. Well, maybe. I can't answer on behalf. You know, in, like in a general sense. Yeah, but I mean? I'm, I'm going to answer on my behalf okay. anyway. It's that, you know, what I'm in it for is, is, is something that is, is larger than life. And we, we I, I, I'm fortunate to have come up and, you know, meet with people that, that talks about this, something that is larger than ourselves, you know. But don't get me wrong, when people, it's, when you go into business, you know, you gotta know what you're in it for. And it doesn't mean that you have to, like, be, you know, doing your original music or, you know, if you just wanna be in the business, you can be in the business. You are in the business. That's what my uncle said. Like, people want to be in, in the, you know, in Thailand it's called Wong Gan, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's the music industry. And he's, you know, I wasn't in, and people would think like you gotta be in labels and stuff like that. That had totally changed. When I was in uh, my uh, middle school and I was talking about that with my uncle, he said like you're already in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's what he said. You don't don't try to be in the business. You're already in the business since you want to be in the business. Okay. So now that why that is why the the question is, what are you in it for? It's the wrong question. No, no, it's not. It's really good. You just don't really think about it. Some people don't really think about it. They're thinking about like, oh, just making money. Yeah, you can be in that for that. But for me, if you want something that's more sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a story about a lot of artists and even uh, actors and actresses that only think like a short-term plan in, in their goal of, uh, uh, of fame, 
right? Right. And they they don't think about the uh, the aftermath, the the end game. You see, my uncle is uh, all, I think fifty something years old, and he's been playing music, you know, since uh, I don't know, eighteen or what. You know, he's been in this business a while. Okay. He's still touring. You know, Wh- where is he touring? All over. He okay. just came here in Chiang Mai two nights ago. How come I've never met him? Well, you didn't. Well, next time I'll bring him to the studio. Okay. <laughs> but the thing mm-hmm. is, you see, and this guy, right? He was really famous back then, and he's famous now. But he was really famous, like okay. really, like like uh, groupies chasing as famous um, as Pum. Oh man, Pum is just like it's just like a pinky. Oh, this guy. It was in that era, you know, like like people would, would line up in front of the theater and broke the, the the theater doors, man. This is crazy. They broke the theater's door. Like, people are chasing the bus. Okay, so now you've yeah. answered the question what you're in it for. Uh, well, I'm not, you wanted that. You wanted no, girls breaking no, down just, your door. I'm, no, I'm not. I don't, <laughs> no, no, no. That's kind of scary. <laughs> Even though it did happen in my life. That's another story <laughs> for another time. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, you see, that the thing is, my uncle always—he's—he's he's a good mentor to me, you know. And he has an outline of of what a good guy can be in this industry mm-hmm. if you know what you really want. Did, did he develop like this after? Or has he has he always had like this plan, strategic thinking uh, since his early days? I'm not sure, but he always he's always, it. he developed it, and he always taught me to think about you know, you know, not to think about fame. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Fame is is like a firework. It just you know come up and it's gone. You you know what? I've got something that's always struck me about you, yeah. and now we're doing a podcast. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how you can uh, maintain it because. Mm. I've I've always like felt that you're someone that's like holding a precious secret close that you weren't let, that you were deliberately not letting out because you know, my pressure a precious oh, secret pres- a yeah, secret of value oh wow okay. because because like in many of my conversations with you not on all subjects but yeah. especially on this subject of music which yeah. I know you're devoting your life to yeah I am uh, many times in diverse aspects of it I felt like. You kind of like the, got this look in your eye that says, "I know, but I'm I'm not going to say." Yeah, well, there's a time and place of saying it, right? Oh, I absolutely. Agree. Yeah, you but know, not everybody's like that. You're, oh, right. I mean, well, not everybody can re- I can really talk to. Like you know, I feel really easy opening up to to you, and now, you know, all these things that I'm saying is going to be out in public. You know, and I, I just I just wanted to to have a part in it. You know. This is, you know, podcast is one of the um, re- uh, revolution, revolutionary uh, uh, outlets, mm. you know. And I always want to be a part of it. It's just never had the time and the chance to, or the right people to do it with, you know. I think this is a would be a great opportunity. So, but yeah, but thanks, thanks for that, man. But getting back to what 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 you're in it for, yeah. I think. You know, my uncle taught me about like you know you don't need to be thinking about fame. If you really want to be famous, you can you know you can do it with a flick of a, a thumb. Mm-hmm. And I believe that actually. You just do you want it bad enough? You know, like you want do you want to? What what do you really want? 
it's not wrong. It's not wrong to if you want to be famous or you want to be rich or anything. You know, you just got to know what you got to put in. Mm-hmm. You know what sacrifice, what investment. You know how, how many time consuming. You know it needs. That's the thing, and that's what concluded into like. You know, if you know it, then you are honest to yourself. Do you really want it bad enough? You know. Uh, in music, there are some you know famous, uh, notable people f- from the history of music who, obviously, w- were amazing at generate uh, you know becoming uh, well-known musicians, a- amazing music producers, creators. I'm thinking I'm thinking of people like. Uh, I'm going back to people I listened to as a kid. You know, my father was listening to Bob Dylan and mm, uh, right, right. Van Morrison. People, people who, you know, achieved amazing success, but didn't want to be famous as such. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. So they wanted all the listeners in the world, yeah. as many as they could get, right. but they didn't want the fame. Uh, so, which, which I understand, but that's the the world we're living in is like obsessed by. It. Fame and personality. Well, and yeah, because that's where the money is, right? I mean, if you're famous, <coughs> there's money coming in. If you, you know, if you're well known, that's how people would hire you. I mean, if you were nobody, why would people, you know, risking a chance in hiring you? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, no, no, I see. I got you, but I mean, um, well, you know, we just have a, a, a media that's. Uh, doesn't l- let musicians music speak for them i mean you can um it's in the music if, if you really i think people have said this like many different musicians have said this when journalists ask them questions mm. about this and that and they just say what's in the music and if you go and listen to their lyrics mm. it's usually in it's usually in there yeah. there's no there's no need for all those questions right, there's right. no need for all those questions right but you know i understand from the press's point of view they're they're just like feeding their media, their audience mm. as well. You true. know, I, I true. mean, true. Um, have you thought about this? I mean, not you're not. Uh, have you thought about what would happen if you became really, really famous? Yeah, yeah. It's one of the things that kind of maybe it's pulling me, you know, pulling me back from from going and you know diving really dive into it. But I don't know, man. I mean, I. I try not to, not to think about it, but if it happens, it happens. You know, you. I think you just got to be prepared for it, but you don't. You don't want it. You I know. know. Yeah. I mean, pro- probably. I don't know about most. A, lo- a lot of people I know. I I feel could handle it, yeah. and some people would revel in it. You yeah, know, it just depends right. on your personality type, right, how right. extroverted the center right, you are. Right, right. So, so some people clearly would love love right, it. Right. Uh, it's not. It wouldn't be right for everybody. Yeah. Well, let's say if I were famous like 15 years ago, it would probably ruin me. Let's, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if I'm, you know, well known now, I can deal with it for sure. Being, you know, in my my early 30s now, is I, I think I can, you know, have a grasp on on what's going on a little bit. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Yeah, but you know, just just to conclude that topic, you know, it's just like. You just do you want it bad enough? Whatever you you're in it for, you know. If you you want it bad enough, you, you get it. Mm-hmm. Mostly, you don't want it bad enough. You just it's just like a knee jerk decision. Like, oh, I want to be a musician. It's so cool, 
you know <laughs> like well yeah of course it's it's cool but there's there's something you know that that comes along with it you know either you want to be a a, a a professional musician or a hobby musician you know um yeah okay the only sort of question i have in my mind about that you know that idea if you want it bad enough you can get it is you know uh not everybody's born in the most advantageous situations it, different uh possibilities exist for people in different countries right right, right. Right, you know, right on. Um, you you would like to play into you know internationally, go to international festivals, yeah, this kind of thing. Definitely. How big of a disadvantage is it to to be Thai well, in that in that case? And is it changing? Is it getting easier? I think it's getting easier for everybody because of the internet, but it's also getting harder as well. I mean, it's it's such a two blade uh, double edged. Yeah, double edged sword for sure. I mean, you. You gotta be smart enough to know like your way around the 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 industry to to looking for the right people, you know, making right connection. Well, whoever said like, oh, you don't need connection? Well, fuck you, man. I mean, it's that that is that is the like the stupidest uh, <laughs> thinking ever. I mean, if growing up, you know, you need connection. Mm. You need people. You need good friends that will you know that will support you in life. If you know, if there was somebody saying this like about in a documentary about five years ago, if you know the only way the industry will ever collapse if there's one guy coming in and he can do everything, doing everything, meaning you know, uh, publish um, concerts, you know, uh, you know, uh, promoting uh, what what else. I, I got you. So yeah, right. So even everything, you know? so even geniuses like licensing so, everything. Yeah. So you know, even Genius. even geniuses like, uh, <laughs> well, even people like uh, I guess Justin Bieber, who yeah. became famous, yeah. so, sort of on his own, still ends up with uh, a big sort of machine well, let's, and let's, connections. Let's, and let's be honest: is it really on his own? Well, if it wasn't for Usher, if it wasn't for Usher, my mistake. I I picked someone I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about him. Okay, <laughs> let me let me think of. Okay, I, I don't want to know anything about okay, him. But now I have to. Jacob Collier, right? So he's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that person. Uh, okay. Well, any, anyway, the point is, he, he's sort of, kind of. Uh, got there to some extent from his bedroom doing stuff on right, his, right. in his room oh, okay. recording yeah, everything yeah, himself right, and, right. and doing like yeah. very clever sort of video yeah. edits yeah, himself and all yeah. of this stuff right. but still now he's under um, now he's being produced by Quincy Jones or he was yeah. with Quincy Jones yeah. and you know he's got con kids got connections his mother was a mu professional musician yeah. she's a symphony orchestra violinist yeah. and this kind of stuff right. of course uh, no one does it without help exactly right, right. I, I, right. I got you and if you're naive, you know, you, if you're thinking that you can get by without connection, you're stupid and a fucking naive. You gotta go make friends right now, you mm -hmm. know, or not, you know. But just you get, get, gotta find that that connection, you know, that that path that can lead you to a, a greater things in life, you know. But or you can just be a really good musician, just stay in your room and record, and you know, just put a fucking tape when you die, you know, and just like you know, you become really suicidal and just like uh, okay, publish this for me after I'm gone, you know. Yeah, sure, do it. We'll do that for you. That, that's <laughs> well, that's a per, that's extreme. But could um, it happens? I'm sorry. Well, but couldn't you be? Um, but you you could be quite happily 
someone who loves music and devotes a lot to music but doesn't really have any interest in selling music. Sure, but you've got to find somebody who would willing to help you in that area. I oh, no 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 but what I'm literally saying supposing you just wa- you you just want to be uh develop your music yeah play your music yes. and you're perfectly happy yes. if you can just like play in a few local bars and that and that's yes. the extent of it is yeah. that is that it's, yeah. it's not acceptable for you but is is that an acceptable way to be a uh, sure. to devote yourself to sure, music sure we're not like you know go back to what you're in it for if that's what mm. makes you happy and you feel like Hey man, that's my accomplishment. Well, man, good for you. I mean, I just have a you know a higher ambition than than most. You know, which I don't know if I ever get there, but I'm just right. trying. You know, crawling every day. And, you know, some people are just happy, and that I envy people who who wake up every day and could go to a bar and sing somebody's songs and you know just be happy with their life. I'm not against that at all. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm all for it as long as you're being true to yourself. You know, yeah, and you don't go around and like bad mouthing and judging people. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And and the thing is, uh, who's saying that's easy or any easier? Because yeah. like me and you would know, um, you know, pe- people who might have started out as ambitious musicians, but if they get stuck, yeah, and and st- and the progress stops, yes, yes, then you know you can see. It's not just you get to a level and you stay there. The yeah, whole thing becomes right. more depressed, more depressing. Right on, I mean? right on, right on. I mean, you know, that's one of the things that you know I want to do this podcast. Just like you know, being encouraging and you know, being true too. Like you know, I'll say my you know, say my mind, say my shit, all this thing. But I want to be encouraging to people that are listening that that needs a, a way out or something like that. You know, and all those things. And you know. If you have any any questions or anything, you can you know leave a comment in our page and you know and just like and if we can answer them, we answer them and we talk about it in our next podcast episode, yeah, episode and something like that. You know? Yeah. Uh, how long have we been talking now? I don't know, but I think we should sign off. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, but uh, thank you, you guys, so much. You know, uh, for for sparing your time and. Paul, thank you. Thanks, man. Pete, thank you so much for being Thanks, here, and uh, thank you for Swan Studio for you know letting us uh, record this uh, here, and we're looking forward to our uh, next podcast. Until next time. Thanks. We're out.